Welcome to Coffee Bar Stories, a small town comedy and DTZ entertainment presentation, hosted by Dad and Son. Welcome to the Coffee Bar Stories. I'm Son, and we have quite a few stories for you today. The old master of ceremonies, the uh, good old storyteller of the day, uh, Dad, is going to tell us all about him. Now, who do we have today? Who is on our list for the story? Alright, well, I'm going to go with uh, one, you, one you guys have known, your brothers used to, you and your brothers used to call Uncle Kenny. Alright. And stuff. Uh, when I first, well, we, before you and your other brother was born, mm-hmm. uh, I was friends with, with, you know, who you guys called Uncle Kenny and your mom too and we'd uh you know did a lot of shenanigans together and stuff so, yeah uh i'm gonna tell you a couple of the stories before you guys were born and then a couple after you're born and stuff like that all right but uh i'm gonna pretty much put 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 us out there though i've seen that you guys are all older now i guess mm-hmm. you guys can be okay with this and hope yeah. everybody out there can kind of get a giggle out of my mishaps with this guy it's always but, nice to hear the shenan- the shenanigans of your youth yeah yeah you gotta remember this is 20s and stuff yeah so, so you know, a while now ago. my age you're talking well over 30 years at this point so. mm-hmm. uh, but uh that that would be a big part of it too because you gotta remember we can get away with some of these shenanigans because of the time framing but uh I figured uh, I'll go with the one on uh, when me and your uncle Kenny, we'd uh, had a bottle of Goldslager and stuff. And I I don't know if you ever had it, but it's got a sweet taste to it. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a heavy liquor, but it's got a sweet taste. So we'll, for whatever reason, we we drink this whole bottle, and uh, we end up going out for this walk for God only knows why. We go out for a walk All right. in town. And we're, we go walking down the street, stumbling and just kind of, I don't know, uh, just, you know, just out for a stroll, I guess, is what basically the way it would come out to be. So we ended up walking along and we see somebody we know and we're talking to them for a second and they have a, a doobie, you know, a joint smoke. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, we'll smoke. We we're, we're hitting it, walking down the street and, you know, and everything's cool and, all of a sudden, you know, we finished this doobie, and uh, maybe it couldn't have been more than two, three minutes of walking. I look at King, your own Kenny, and I'm like, hey, this fool's heading to the east side yeah. of town, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to the east side of town. That's way out of our way. We're not doing that. That's yeah. crazy. So he this guy that we're walking with he's pretty messed up as we are mm-hmm. and you know i know he's determined to go to the east side so i don't even say nothing to him we're like he's in front of us and we're just kind of walking next Basically, behind him just you know go your own way buddy yeah well we pushed it i pushed kenny your uncle kenny down the block yeah down the side street you know and i'm looking and we're walking and we're stumbling and I can really start to feel the Goldschlager hit. Because uh-huh. I'm pretty much supporting him throughout this walk. Well, between that doobie and and now the Goldschlager starting to come down like a ton of bricks on me, I barely recognize the street. 
mm-hmm. before it goes bad. So we're walking. Now we're holding on to each other. What in God's name possessed us? We look up. We're at this house of this person we know, this guy we know. And he lives at this time. He still lived at home with his parents and everything like that. Uh-huh. Well, we go up to the steps and I'm like, wait a minute. No, you can't. I go to reach and grab. I'm like, you can't go up there, you know, all droggly and barely, probably incoherently speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I go to grab your Uncle Kenny and he, just as I grab his, grab his shirt, or coat it was, because it, uh-huh. it was cold out too. I remember that much. We had coats on. I just as I got a hold of his coat, he had uh, hit the doorbell. Oh no! Of and course he did. And by the time I'm yanking him backwards, you know, he's already got it pressed in for a good two seconds, so it's gone. Yeah. I hit the ground. He comes down to the ground, and I guess we both roll that roll out a little bit into the lawn uh-huh. and pass out. We're out. And these people, I guess she she looked out the window a couple of times, and where we'd been laying, she, we were at the angle she couldn't see us yet. Finally, this is the guy's mother, right? She yeah. comes outside, or not outside. She opened the door, so she said, she opened the door on, and there's two bodies because you can't see us because like I think your uncle Kenny's hood had gone up over his head, so you couldn't see him. Uh, he just was a body in a, with a coat on. Yeah. Uh, and me, I am guess I'm face down, so I'm kind of with a hat on, so you probably couldn't tell who I was, right? I mean, at that so point, she, what was that lady supposed to think? Well, yeah, she's like, she she grabs the phone. She wakes up. She's waking people up in the house, you know, the dad and everybody. And the dad's a boozer, so he's half out of it, too. Oh, poor dude. Oh, man, yeah. And <laughs> probably she, just got And slave. they called the cops and said there's two bodies in their front yard. Oh, no. <laughs> and then finally, the cops get there. They come out, and I guess they start rousing us. And uh, this part, you know, this lie being told to, back to me at the from the incident until next thing I remember, the cops waking us up. Well, they had told them, Oh, we know these two. And we're like, hey, but I'm all wasted. <laughs> and the cops are like, well, what do you want to do? And they don't want us to have us arrested. So they're like, you know, can't you just give them rides? Well, we don't give people rides home is what the cops are saying. Yeah. And we're like, from her house, or where they lived at, to where we lived at, was maybe oh, a block and a half away. Yeah. Something like that. Not very far walk. I'm able you to could, You could get, it, yeah. you could normal, normal sobriety walk. You'd be there in a minute and a half. You could walk there two minutes. Okay. At the most, it, it wasn't really nothing, but you'd had to turn here, turn there type deal. But the, <laughs> so the cops tell him if we can get it up, because Kenny, I, he's over here. Cop got a light in his eyes. Your Uncle Kenny's like, get the light out of my eyes. <laughs> and, um, and the cop goes, if you can't get him up, you two are going to jail. But if you get him up and get to the house, you don't go to jail. And that's all I'm hearing is get this fool up or else you're going to jail. Yeah. So I get somehow up, up, stand up. up and I grab your Uncle Kenny's arm, throw it over my shoulder and got him by the uh waist i guess you know yeah so we're like okay we're going now you know i'm 
stumbling down the street with this damn fool. And I was told later on that uh, they were taking bets, the cops, on whether we were even going to make it to the end of their block because <laughs> we had to turn and then go down a little ways and turn again. Yeah. We, but by God's gracious, we made it. We probably fell after we got down the block and turned. Mm-hmm. I think we fell in two alleys. We tripped, you know, crossing an alley. Yeah. We tripped into two alleys. I remember doing that. And then I remember we're getting to the house. <laughs> and just as we come to the concrete steps, he nosedives head first into these suckers. He just plows into this, right? Yeah. Turns over and he's like, oh, oh man, I, I'm just going to bed now, man. I'm just going it's, to bed right now. Yeah, it's cool. You know, your Uncle Kenny, he just, he's so out of it. Oh, it was, man. it was horrible, man. I And I couldn't believe, because that gold soccer, oh my God. I was so hungover the next day. It was terrible. So was he, but. I mean, the way you put it, I bet. Oh, Hangover man. from hell. Yeah, you know, and here we are. We're young guys in the cops. Here we are getting called on thinking that we're dead bodies in the in these poor people's front yards yeah. and stuff. Because, I mean, in reality, we may have been on the verge of death if we drank any more than we had. We probably were on that verge. So. Oh, no, I believe it. Yeah, so as a... As a uh, a tale of warning there you know you want to kind of watch what you consume i'll say you know because we it was ridiculous in the in the worst part i think we've been drinking beer too i think but i don't i can't recall how much we had been drinking or how long we had had drink yeah. but when we hit the bottle we we the problem with what we did was we drank it quick we got the bottle down and out in us quick and started heading out oh, so we were he he could deflect the dock off for a couple minutes but he couldn't keep it like totally at bay it was coming and coming and coming and i was faring better so i must not have been drinking like he did yeah and then uh so but yeah so that's what that's what that story (laughs) kind of give you a little insight into how you know that's kind of a pattern with him and his alcoholism and stuff you know uh we'll go ahead and you know let's take this break and then uh we'll come back with uh story two all righty all right now we're uh the second story all right so we're going to introduce the second story so it's so from what you told me it was uh about kenny taking a joyride that went a little too wrong so what happened with that (laughs) Okay, uh, well, we had this blue card at me, him uh, threw in the gator. It was a blue Cavalier, I think like an 89 or something, and it was junk. But uh, your Uncle Kenny famously never had a driver's license. Could drive, just never had a driver's license. So he decided one night, I guess, he had been drinking some beers and stuff, and uh, he decided he was going to go for this joyride. So he, he... Grabs up his coat, gets his uh, bowl. He had his bowl for the car. And back then, it looked like uh, what, you know, cars back when my youth was, they had uh, lighters in them the to light a cigarette lighters. lighters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, and he had a bowl that looked like that. You basically screwed it apart, stuck some marijuana in there, screwed it together, and had a small hole at the other end, silver okay. one, that you hit. And the end you're hitting out of is the end that looks like the handle that you push in. Okay, oh, okay. Okay, so he has that in his coat pocket. He always wore this big, big, big old coat, right? Big old brown fluffy coat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know exactly what okay, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know the one. Mm-hmm. He had that for, God, years and decades. But he just he decided he's gonna go for a ride. Now I give him this. I don't think he took any alcohol with him. I think he, and I don't think he was drunk drunk. I think he just was buzzed up real good. Yeah. And stuff like that. I don't think he was shit faced like the ghost like night. He was less than that. Okay. And stuff. So what he does is he decides he goes for a ride and stuff. And uh, what he told uh, your mother was he was gonna go and uh get cigarettes that's what it was so okay no big deal and stuff and we wake up the next morning he's not there oh god no right yeah he's not back and i'm like what in the hell and your mother tells me because i was asleep by when he took the van uh, or the car yeah and i was like well all right what the hell is going on because you he's never been like that Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, where'd he go to get him? And your mom told me, and I was like, oh, that's a bad part of town, you know. And there'd been a, there'd been like a couple carjackings and stuff by this store, because they had easy access to a big road, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, he, we're like, where the hell is he? We start calling people. Nobody knows where he is, because by the time we made the phone calls, it, it's, it's got to be. Two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And he's going with the car. And I'm supposed to be, thank God, I'm working construction for this guy. So he's picking me up why the car's been missing. Because I called and told him. You know, because I don't know where the hell he is. And, Nick, you know, we're calling his mom. We're calling his dad. We're calling everybody we know to find out where he's at. And this goes on for, God, it's got to be three days or so. Oh, no right we're like where the hell is this guy and stuff and finally his dad calls and get finally finds out where he's at he's in the county jail of course he is yeah at least he's not dead somewhere down in a ditch yeah and the in the the craziest thing is where he was was in this town ta- this other town you know in this kind of a upscale town basically you know yeah. where people that got money live is, is what you would say right so for what god's reason he went for rides would he end up telling me but for whatever god's reason he drives goes for a ride up into there but he turns on a street or something ends up being a dead end and pulls in to turn around and the cops there or something pulls him over for it yeah well he i guess by this point whatever time this may be the alcohol in his system is lowered so much that he passes a field sobriety test he passes the test for uh i guess the blow test to knowing him well the cop i guess goes and searching him of course pulls out the stupid lighter thing yeah the the bowl right and he's like oh yeah i found this in the parking lot <laughs> for the car to use as and the cop ain't by the word of it. He's like, 
what are you crazy or something? Are you an idiot? Picking no. up something in the parking lot like that, and, you know. He's like, no, and, you know, it's a car lighter. That's what I thought it was. And the cop ain't buying this. Of shit. course, he's not buying it whatsoever. No, I wouldn't either. Probably not. could smell. He probably smoked it in the car, so you probably could smell it too. But he didn't say nothing about that. And and then of course, so he gets arrested for paraphernalia and driving without a license because the car was legal. It had plates. It had uh, insurance, so yeah. there's nothing the police could do about the car as far as charging him with that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So, but they did it. They did do the impounding, which that sucked, and I had to go and get the damn car out while he was in the county jail and stuff like that. And uh, he stayed, I think, in the jail for a week and a half. And then he went to court and they released him because nobody was going to bail him. I don't even know what his bail was. It could have been pretty high because certain cities set a high bail back then on things. Yeah. Depending on you and the area because they get the money for it or whatever, you know. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he kind of, <laughs> so, uh, you know, he gets put on the probation. You know, that's that's the thing and everything. He's got to get a job. Um, he's, <laughs> he, 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 he's got everything so screwed up and of course be wanting to be a pot smoker. The first thing he does, cause I'm no, I'm no help. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm no help. Cause I, I go, I got the car back. Right. So I pick him up, bring him back cause he stayed with us at the time. Yeah. I bring him back to the house and we drink some beer and he's telling me all the stories in the county jail how um one of the guys in there and stuff and uh, it, it was a big big guy in there mm. um that was in i guess the cell block or whatever it was the way they have it set up in there and uh he didn't eat like first two or three days and and your uncle kenny you know how tell, yeah, you know he, tell everybody what he, he looked like he was a skinny dude really skinny yeah. Tall, skinny, Langley-looking dude, like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, basically. Right, and what he kind of looked like uh, facially? Oh, I don't know. Just very gruff-looking, like the gruffest, goofiest-looking man you can picture. Um, almost like a bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a bum. Yeah. Basically a bum. Yeah, uh, yeah, he and he was probably about five ten. I'd say he wasn't real tall, but he wasn't real short either. But yeah, he I would guess his weight back then probably ran one twenty nine, one thirty six at the best. And one thirty six would be when he was staying with people and yeah, off them. you you know we'll get into those stories too, you know, because you know about how that turns out. Oh yeah, definitely. But, <laughs> but with him and the probation, it was right off the bat. I was killing him for that. He, you know, he, he, he's telling me stories. He's, uh, and of course, you, you know, back then your dad always had a, a dude with him. You know, I was yeah. a big old pothead. So I, I, you know, I fire up with him. And he's like, yeah, you know, I ain't got to see him for like two, three weeks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, you know, here <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm do do worry about it. school, you know. I ain't trouble what I worry about, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and stuff. But it ended up, though, believe it or not, you know, that night, 
it had to have been the booze because why I broke down and did it. I was like, you know what? I, I told your uncle, I said, I'll get you a job, man. That way, the, that way your probation be easier, man. Yeah. And 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 I'm working construction right now. I'll get you a job with a dude. This and that, and you know stuff like that. You know, I know the guy. He's pretty cool. You know, he smokes pot too. He's got a big job coming up, looking for help. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And all along, the next day, after I thought about what I did, because here I am, got to go through it. Yeah. And actually call the guy, because I think it was, I think he came home on a Thursday, and we had just finished off a job, and we didn't have to work until Monday again is what the deal was for this guy doing work. He was get, lining up another job, basically. We okay. just finished one. And uh, <laughs> and I thought about it the next day. I was like, oh, God, what did I do? You know, <laughs> what did I do? He don't have no skills in this. When he, and, and my skills are nothing, really. You know, as far as I know a little bit here and there of things. I'm a better woodworker now than I was in my youth. You yeah. Know, but I have, you know, different experiences about that. But I was like, okay, here we go and stuff. And... Uh, Believe it or not, I got him the job. And <laughs> that is for another story. That'd be story three. I'll tell you how that construction job worked out with him. Because that one kind of really got bad. <laughs> yeah. So stick around for story three. Alrighty, we're back from our break. And for our story number three, it's going to be about Dad and Uncle Kenny doing construction. So if you want to take it away, we'll uh, listen to the story. Okay. Uh, I got him a job in, on the construction construction for his uh, probation, basically. But here we go. Two guys that know very little about construction. This guy we were working for, um, he, uh, I call it fly-by-night construction or last chance constructions like that because yeah. i mean you're you're literally hiring people the, the guy m- might have known something but he had a buddy that knew more but his buddy did like uh woodworking for like basically wealthy people with yeah that had uh, cabins and whatnot so he so more so commission work is what he did exactly that's what it okay but yeah. he would what he basically did is he consulted the guy on his jobs on how to get them done when he got stuck because he basically was at the time we didn't know this but he was going by a book more or less he who literally checked went to the library checked out uh, construction for dummies and was like all right i'm living my life by this book yeah general dumbass that's what he is <laughs> yeah general dumbass contractor and in so we're working for him, right? Yeah. And we do we do a couple small things, like a deck, I believe. And it wasn't a very big deck. I think it was like 8 by 8 which is not big at all, off the back of a place. And come to find out, oh, Lord, come to find out on that one, mm-hmm. no building permit. I the, the deck gets built to the point where it's got railings up, steps up, and the spindles... I have, I think we ended up having the, ran out, so we needed some more, and it was getting late that day, so we were just 
pick them up the next morning and do them. Yeah. And finish the job off probably by, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning, right? Start at 7 on the job, right? So we go there, or he comes over. He tells me to go there and finish this job off by myself because he's going to go and talk to somebody about it another bit on another job right yeah and stuff and i'm like that's kind of odd he's been talking about this big job he's got coming up that's why i got your uncle hired in easy and all that right so i'm like okay whatever well i show up there and there's a note on the fucking do- or on the door yeah that it says you know something about it, i think it was the landlord left it was a written note somebody a building permit wasn't found the city's already been there they're pissed you know <laughs> and he's pissed and i'm like oh crap oh, here we go. you know and i'm like this is not good at all this is gonna be bad really really freaking bad on me so i'm like here i am anxiety sets in i'm like okay here i go screw it <sighs> grab the spindles get them up there and i'm not pre-drilling or nothing now i'm not i got a block so at least they will be spaced correctly and i may have to put up we'll say 10 spindles right yeah. so i got the block and i'm been trying and and the, some of them the screw go right in and others i'm biting and feuding and trying to you know because i'm in a frantic state trying to get these on and get out of there yeah because at any time the city could show up the landlord whoever right so i finally freaking out get this done jump in the car take the hell off from there go get your uncle and we head over to the guy's house and stuff you know he called and everything after i got back checked on the job and i'm like yeah it's finished man i said we need to talk we go over there <laughs> we need to talk yeah i go over there and i'm like man that shit wasn't cool there was a note on the door this and that and he's he's like well it, you know i and I'm like, did you at least get paid from it? Because I'm like, where's my pay type deal? He gives me, because I finally say, hey, man, you know, I'm gonna, I, I finished the job off, so I'm ready for my pay type deal, right? And he gives me $50 cash and a quarter bag of marijuana <laughs> for, for, for that job. That doesn't even seem like it's close to even being enough for that job. Oh, it wasn't all the work I did it wasn't and stuff he had he he was something else man and uh he ended up helping the blue car by okay the job right okay we finished off the deck job right yeah the blue car was barely running in and then it breaks down just as he lands this big job I think the blue car broke down at the big job that's what he gets this poor lady um she's got inheritance money right yeah and stuff so she's gonna she's gonna do some things to the house she gets rid of like this old pool in the backyard you know has it removed she gets you know she wants a new deck put on and and, uh, a new garage and maybe you know a basement remodel little you know a few things like that spruce up the house and he gets the big because he's the lowest bid on the job, right? Yeah. I, I think this job's like a $30,000, $40,000 job, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets probably a, a third of it up front, 
So we'll we'll just we'll just throw out a number. Fifteen, twenty thousand he probably gets, right? Yeah. And uh we go and we're we're we show up at the site and everything, right, with the blue car still. It break we start breaking things down, you know, bringing in the tools and start like he's like tear the deck down okay we do that we get that done in a day you know then we go home that day we start to come in the next day and the car breaks down yeah and this guy being the way he is he so lazy and finding any way to stay at work because we didn't see him the whole time there mm-hmm. where while we were ripping down this deck he wasn't there the first day he wasn't out helping us or nothing. I think he was inside talking to the lady, talking her up or whatever. You know, he's come. You're gonna find out this guy is pretty shady in the long run, right? Yeah, it's, it's well, already he, sounding shady. Enough, oh yeah, so. and it, it, it gets worse by the moment with him. Uh-huh. He's he. So the second day, the cars broke down, and I'm like, crap. You know, and we call him. He had a cell phone, so we get calm. That's this is. <laughs> This is when cell phones first come out that yeah. you could get with the cell phone cards. And the cell phone you could get basically was a rectangle with an antenna pulled up. The, yeah, the huge antenna thing. No, nah, it wasn't huge. It was, oh, okay. You pulled it up, maybe three-inch tall antenna at the best um, and stuff. But we called him, right? And told him, hey, the car just broke down, blah, blah, blah. Here's where we're at. Well, he comes and gets us, drives us out there that day. Like, he comes and picks us up for the job, which he doesn't even live that far from us. Yeah. Okay? And this guy doesn't want to deal with this crap every morning. So about a week after doing this and stuff, and we're tearing down the garage, and we're, you know, we're basically doing outside demo at this point. Yeah. Which is going easy. Demo is nothing to do. That's no skill. You, you know, we have common sense. We know if there's power lines, you just don't go crazy. Yeah. You, you, there's people he has to call and whatnot. Well, we ended up uh, doing this for about a week, and we finally, he's fed up. So that weekend, a buddy of his is selling a car. And he goes and buys this car, I, I think it was like 600 bucks from his buddy. And it ran because he worked at a place, you know, it was like a work car. He, yeah. You, you know, manufacturing or whatever type place. So he had it as a work car, and he was retired, so he quit driving it. He, we got this car, so he gives it to me and Kenny to use, and we're supposed to pay this guy back, right, for the car and stuff. And we're working, and we go, everything's going real good with this place. It's like two weeks in, because we're just doing demo. Well, we go to the basement. There's not really demo in the basement. Yeah. This is more... Well, cleaning out things, but getting prep for drywall and two by fours, you know, stuff okay. like that. Yeah. Uh, a remodel. There's no tear out needed in this basement at this moment. So we go, we go to do the drywall and everything down there. Me and Cam, no clue what the hell we're doing. <laughs> I've hung drywall by that point maybe three times in my life mm-hmm. and it was not good and obviously you know? kenny has never done it once Mm-mm. no he never uh no nope never done it before and it showed and we get the drywall put up after two by fours we get drywall put up yeah which 
it, there's gaps where you could tell where we cut it at mm-hmm. and stuff like that where the line didn't go straight and things like that you know they're just it's just a disaster mm-hmm. so basically mudding is the only option to fix this issues so when we do the mud and taking we don't know what we're doing there very well at all we 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 we, we get we get this mud and it finally the guy the guy that uh that I told you that he referred to as more as consular. Yeah. He showed up to check on things down there because I guess he said something to him. And he's just like, man. So he went and he did he did a couple of the walls showing us and everything like that. Yeah. And then he went on to do help this guy plan some more workout, right? That he has to get done down there. And as we're going along trying to do this, it's not going well at all. He wants to do this drop scene. Yeah. All of a sudden, he wants to do a drop scene. I'm like, okay, well, we've never done one, you know. Well, he, he goes, there's this one at whatever the box store is, like a Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever it is around there. He gets this one, two, three easy uh, ceiling tiles. Yeah. And what they basically, what it became to be is, it's for like a flat ceiling that you want a ceiling tile look but you don't want the drop ceiling yeah you know you know what i'm saying you don't want it you don't want it suspended but you want to look that look and it was plastic tracking that you would attach mm-hmm. flat to the ceiling and then you could put the um the the ceiling tiles in and they have these snap tracks to go yeah. to them you know that snap on mm-hmm. to these to the flat tracks well <laughs> that did not work out great because we're going up against not drywall he didn't decide to drywall wall it he drops it with two by fours oh. so we're trying to run it on two by fours but that that's a huge disaster we get the whole ceiling done in there believe it or not <laughs> but it looks like crap yeah i mean crap it it's something that it, doing it home yourself doing it yeah going well yeah the wife going well i can live with it but you know what the hell yeah you know look at that line and look (laughs) at this one you know that's basically what it looked like okay so then like a bunch of amateurs did it oh it was by that by that point amateur isn't even the word for this at this point (laughs) it is purely what did i become your training ground on home improvement you know, because then he's got to put a cedar closet in, oh. right? So we build a cedar closet. That's not hard to do. So he gets the cedar. That's what she wants. And he puts this, you know, he built a closet and then put cedar on the inside. And the cedar yeah. smells, you know, the cedar smell. And he does that and stuff. And so problems of his unbelievable and the whole time that he's doing things me and kenny got everything screwed up your own kenny we got this so screwed up <laughs> he he's been sanding the whole time we can sanding what the drywall should he have been sanding yeah okay and, and, okay and he's he's doing it as right as he, we can do it right for what we know about how okay. to do it but you can see waves in where it's been where the dry the drywall mud is 
and it, it just, I mean. It looked like baby's first drywall attempt. Yeah, the walls and seams were horrible. He, because that's what he basically was told to work on until he got it right. We yeah. even tried, even, he's even trying to mud this beam down that they drywalled around like, it wasn't a beam, I'm sorry. It was a ducky. Yeah. For your furnace that ran. And he's trying to put a drywall, you know, they two by four it and then drywalled it so it looks like part, you know, mm-hmm. but something nice, I guess. And he's trying to mud that using corner. It's a nightmare. He, neither one of us know what the hell we're doing. Like, Jesus Christ. And I'm looking at him like, this thing's going south. Because the lady, you know, for the first three weeks of this job, you know, because we're hitting the fourth week at this point. For the first like three weeks this lady's cooking us lunch every day everything's kosher yeah. but then on the fourth week when we're down that basement because this stuff goes kind of quick when we're in the basement the two by fours the drywall goes up fairly fast yeah we're, you know we have chop saws you know we're not doing everything by hand tools so it is going pretty quick but that's when she can start to see oh crap it's all looking bad yeah and then she's wanting siding and the basement's not coming along very good, but the guy, old dude, he talks him into coming in to help on the basement. Yeah. So he he works on a bathroom down there. For whatever God's reason, he takes the guy off the bathroom, thinking he can finish the bathroom, sends me and the guy that can, knows what he's doing outside to strip the house of the aluminum siding. So we're tearing it down. Oh, okay. And then we turn around and there's a truckload of siding showing up. The, to uh, replace it with? Yeah, it's it's a vinyl siding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, he's saying thing to you bother? He's like, no. He's like, you need to go in and get your buddy, man, because this ain't gonna work just two of us. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what about him doing this? Uh, whatever you know his bathroom down there you know whatever what, what am i gonna tell him because i'm sure he's got you know your uncle kenny down there he's like i don't care we got to get this done because you can't leave the house exposed like this and as we're tearing off this siding more and more and more mm-hmm. next thing we realize half of it ain't even uh uh got insulation on it it's missing it's missing things you should have yeah there there's been additions or something put in like like box windows stuck out that were never like that before may had a straight up and down window and they decided to build it out some or something or whatever none of that was done correctly and all of a sudden he stops and he pulls me and your uncle kenny saying he looks at me and he's like He's like, man, this just jumped the cost up another ten grand. You're looking at, you know, at least five grand material, five grand in labor costs mm-hmm. to do this, because this is double work now. Now we gotta repair a few of these things, take some of this off, put new on. Uh, you know, this the insulation we're gonna need, the, the fiber and the wrap, all kinds. Of, and uh, I'm like. He's screwed. Yeah, you know, he, she's already uh, getting upset. Yeah, she's you know, already with this, she, she said it. She said something. He's like, well, and I said, plus, and this is like the fourth week at this point, mm-hmm. right? The end, end of it, actually. 
And I'm like, she hasn't served us lunch all week. She's been avoiding us, all kinds of, you know, Mm -hmm. and stuff. Because that was, when we got sent outside was, I think, the end of the week. And uh, he's like, all right. And he went inside, talked to the guy. And next thing I know, we're done for the day. He's like, man, just go home and uh, come. we'll come back tomorrow and we'll see what we can do. We came back the next day and he had somehow talked her into, well, it needed done to spend more money on that and actually gave him another 20, 25,000. 25,000? 25, yeah, so he's up to 45, we'll say $45,000 at this point he's gotten from her. Yeah. 40, no, 50,000. 50,000. And the job was only predicted at 50. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he's got... And at this he, point, he, the job's not even nowhere getting, near halfway done. Yeah, 50. And by the, all the add-ons, the job went from 50 grand to $75,000. Oh, shit. Was going to be the total end bill of this bill. And uh, he talked her into that. We did that. Now, we did get the outside sighted. We did finish that up that next week because mm-hmm. all the material showed up and everything we needed to do because he'd gotten that money yeah and stuff he went out and bought that weekend he called us on a saturday evening and gave us an ounce each of weed because we hooked him up with a guy we knew to get a pound from yeah he bought a pound of weed right off the bat with that money of course he did <laughs> and then your uncle came and we're like hey that's cool great awesome and, <laughs> that's cool great and stuff. awesome and we go back that next that fifth week sixth week or whatever it is and it's it hit the it hit the fan <laughs> oh god oh my god the this the the two of the people that were living there was like her daughters and they had one had a husband and the other one had like a flighty boyfriend hopped in and out and acted a fool a lot and yeah. tore up shit. They came and they're and they're moving in and nothing's done. I guess the the remodel of the basement was supposed to be for them and shit. Yeah. And it wasn't done. Oh god. And they're they're throwing fits. And the deck is an issue because all we did is destroy the deck and get rid of it. I mean, everything's cleaned up. Nothing's laying around. The garage is gone, but there is no material showing up for the garage. There's nothing. Yeah. We're struggling to get odds and ends done. The siding's about the best we've done and stuff. Next thing I know, we go home and we come in one morning and uh, that dude that helped them out, they referred to, comes up He's like, man, she's got him upstairs. I think this job's done. Okay. And I was like, what? He goes, I think this job's done, man. And I'm like, man, we ain't got paid our last for the last week yet, man. He was supposed to pay us today for that last week. He's like, dude, we're done. This we're getting kicked off this job, man. It's over. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. And next thing I know, I can hear him upstairs going, no, lady. No, lady, I didn't tell you that, lady. Oh, God. And she's, and I'm like, holy cow. Your Uncle Kenny, he's 
because we smoked on the way in. He's high as a kite. He's yeah. laughing his ass off hysterically, not Sounds hiding like it. And <laughs> I know, and he's, and we're looking at each other. He's like, man, why he's up there getting everything? Let's just get our tools and get the fuck out of here since we're kicked off. And that's what old dude's like. Yeah, you know, because he had a few of his tools, because he had specialty tools, too, that he had brought loan to the guy to use, right? Yeah. So we run down, and we grab our tools. We throw them in there real quick. And on the way out, we did grab, like, um, I don't know why it was in there, but, like, the chop saw and the tables, the portable table saw yeah. was in the front yard. Why it was already in the front yard, I don't know why. If he put it out there or what... Um, like for us to use and then mm -hmm. shit hit the fan for him or what the hell the problem was. But we threw those in the back of his truck. Cause, oh, he bought a pickup truck with her money too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was his sugar mama, man. He he hooked himself up, paid rent up for like six months, seven months. And God damn. He, yeah, oh, this shady son of a bitch. But you know, here's me and your uncle Kenny like, oh crap. We get our crap, we throw it in. We don't even wait for the guy to come out of the house. We we just hit her. <laughs> we we just go. <laughs> and he's dealing with that crazy lady. The other guy, he's he's packed and ready to roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's double checked for his shit and everything. And they really little boy the guy to do his cleanup, the guy, you know, with the construction company owns it. He's gotta clean get it rest of his crap together while they're still yelling at him. The whole family. <laughs> we get back, we leave, we stop on the liquor store on the way home, pick up some beer and we go back to the house. We're drinking beer, chilling. He shows up, man, uh what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get us some jobs real quick. I, we gotta get back on the, some jobs really quick. I'm thinking, man, you better change you your name and go now. <laughs> what do you mean we're going to get jobs real and, quick? And stuff. So a day or two goes by, and he calls us, and he's like, I got a job for us. And I'm like, all right, man, that's cool, great. <laughs> you know, because me and your Uncle Kenny, you know, we're, we're, he, oh, and he did pay us because we did corner him about that, and he did give us, like, the last paycheck we would have received off that. But, yeah, <laughs> he, but a few days go by and he got a job for us. I'm like, cool, man. All right. We go into this another bad part of town. <laughs> and the it's an apartment building, three stories tall. And on the back of it is a wooden balconies off each. Or, well, they're not really balconies. They're probably, I think the measurements came out to be like 25 feet long by 10 feet out yeah so a 25 by 10 deck basically mm -hmm. that's off a building so they're it's they're pretty big you know and uh we got to tear this whole thing down we have no real equipment no no uh machinery no lifts no nothing we're doing all this by hand chainsaws and whatnot <laughs> we go and we go get this thing. I'm looking at this like, man, there's no way we're going to do this. No way. I don't understand half the engineering in this as far as, you know, I'm seeing beams coming out of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and stuff. How are we going to put that back in? And your Uncle Kenny, he's just looking at it like, 
I can do tear down. I, <laughs> He's like, I can tear it down. Don't yeah, I mean, we can tear it down very unsafely, get it down, but we can tear it down real quick. And <laughs> But building it, you're crazy. He, you know, he's already, I can tell by the way he's acting, he's like, man, I'm going to call it. <laughs> I'm going to call it, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, here we go. So we start on this thing. We do get it down. And, God, it was dangerously taken down. We... We removed deckings, then we would remove the framework and stuff until just those beams and then yeah. cut the beams down. I forget how we got those down, but we did some god how. And you gotta remember, this is all, no real backyards, no place back there. There's maybe uh, 20 feet in the backyard before yeah. an alley starts. There's nothing in these types of apartments. It's, they're pretty long buildings for that uh, capacity of homestay, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy moly, he, we get this thing down, and we're there on a day, and we're trying to put anchors in, and he he's thinking of building this deck by deck, so putting putting posts up, yeah, throwing these posts into the wall, and building a deck on them. So he has us dig these holes he showed us so we dug oh and we brought this buddy of ours on yeah to help us dig that he he said he wanted a job and he said it why we were with the other with the guy that owns a construction company he's like man i could use some labor yeah yeah come on <laughs> you know and i'm thinking to myself oh god here we go and so all three of us we're digging these holes and putting the, uh these tubes in so we can fill them with concrete do all that and we put these hooks in that these plates are supposed to go on. Yeah. And we measured out, right? From mm-hmm. the house to the pole and everything and figured we got it right. We don't know for sure. We're guesstimating really. We didn't understand what the hell we're doing. Yeah. Next thing I know, he's like, it's lunch. And I'm looking at him like, all right, we're gonna go to lunch, but you haven't been here. You're buying shit. Uh-huh. You, you know, I mean, we're starting to salty at this point. We're turning on the man's what. Well, it's basically what's happening. Kenny's, your Uncle Kenny, he's already, he's been mumbling shit. <laughs> he's already like, man, fuck this fat ass motherfucker. Oh, yeah. I and know I'm exactly like, oh, Kenny. And, you know. <laughs> When Uncle Kenny, he starts he to, vicious. When he starts talking trash, it's over, man. He's done with you. Mm-hmm. And him being the way he is, he was like, screw it, I'm walking. You know? So we go to lunch, and and I'm I'm mad at this point. I'm just done with this guy. He showed up, kind of talked ignorant to us, being a jerk. Yeah. And stuff. So we go to lunch, and I'm like, screw it. I don't go back. I'm like, I ain't going back there. Screw this. I'm yeah. done with this guy. And I drove. So we still had that car that he got us. But we own it, basically. Now, he, he was stupid enough to put the title in our name. So he had no legal grab at it. <laughs> Sad to say. But that's how it went back then. But he, uh, Kenny, that was his way back. We went to lunch. I dropped him off at his place. He was staying at his dad's house. Lived on their block from us. Yeah. And, uh. 
you know, and I was supposed to swing around, pick them up after we eat. Ate lunch, you know, and head back to the site and work. And I didn't want to go back, so I said, screw it. So Kenny's waiting, and I wouldn't answer my phone, so he ends up getting all the Kenny. And old Kenny answers the phone like an idiot, guilt trips him, swings by and picks Kenny up, takes him back over there. And... <laughs> The one man that didn't want to even work to begin with. Exactly. And here he is. I guess they're doing things, and the new guy's just like, man, what the fuck's this dude's problem? <laughs> what this the fuck's this dude's you problem? Know, and he's figuring out fucking fast and furious that he's like, this guy doesn't know shit. He is, he, he's a, uh, he's a snake oil salesman, basically, right? Yeah. So what ends up happening is, King, young King tells me, man, He's like, he couldn't figure out why the hell you didn't come back, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, screw him, you know why and everything. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know why. He goes, man, you missed it, though. He, we, after we were back, he takes the tape measure to that bolt we put in and stuff. He goes, man, it's two fucking inches, though. Throws the tape measure down, it breaks. He's laughing, and I'm howling. And, and I'm like, dude, we got to get this guy back. He's just wrong, man. We got to get this guy back. He's because he refused to pay us and the whole nine about it. Thing, yeah. Right? So, so we we did do a payback on him. We we took his truck. He had these magnets that said what it, the construction company was. Yeah. We took him off his truck and we took one and we put it on the back trunk of the car of the house that he got kicked out of on the job. <laughs> we put one there kind of rub it in their face and then we took another one to a guy he talked trash on and did the same thing construction yeah and we slapped it on the back of his pickup truck <laughs> and got that got him and some ship people <laughs> and why are you slapping bumper stickers on my truck motherfucker yeah oh in a in a tip on that one she ended up dead suing that mo- that guy for her money back. On I that. mean, shit. I mean, so I'd hope for so. for one thing, n- not even a third of the material ever got purchased. It would for the the amount of money he received, he did not spend what should have been allocated for uh, material yeah, at yeah. all. And from what you said, he bought two cars with her money. Yeah, like, he bought a pickup truck. And oh my God, Dad, this is great. Kenny, Kenny, your uncle Kenny was howling. He was talking trash. He's like, man, this dude just bought a pickup truck. You know, now he's big pimping type attitudes. You know, I don't know what, something about him wrote Kenny wrong, especially because he was kind of a jerk king, like, because, you know, he was on probation and stuff. So, yeah. you know, he's over here having to go to the probation officer and all that crap. And so basically and, the dude's making fun of Uncle Kenny and for it. Yeah, and he's kind of like putting him down about it and everything, seeing he's really no better. But the guy just, he, Kenny just was like, we're we're taking advantage of him. We're taking advantage of him. Screw him, you know? Yeah. And he got sued for her money and stuff. And she, you know, lawyers talked to him. They're like, yeah, man, he he party with it. And Kenny laughed because he he bought a truck and then had to turn around and dump a bunch of money in it. So, I mean, yeah, he deserved it, though. Yeah, so, you know, he learned that not to, not to hire two guys that don't know crap about construction, man. <laughs> you know, Kenny, man, he was a, he was a screw-up. Shit, he did. He started drinking on the job. That was funny, too. He was he was boozing it pretty good on the job. That was pretty funny. Because he, he'd get mouthy, 
not to the guy like if he told him to do something hey when you're done do this do that he'd be like yeah, after a guy walked out yeah fuck him I ain't like yes sir anything you say sir turns around yeah go fuck yourself man I ain't doing shit for you fuck you man yeah you know and you're like god Uncle Kenny man watch you chill dude he, you know, he he can just get a little riled up. And be I all, calm down before you say something you're gonna regret, man. He's gonna turn around, and whoop your ass. Oh yeah, yeah. He couldn't find his way out of paper bag on that wow. one. No. Yeah. So never ever hire me and Uncle Kenny for any construction use whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. That they. Yeah. That that will be, that it, be a good lesson learned there. So, we'll end this story here and. We'll be on to our next one after this short message. Alrighty, we're back from our break, and we're on to story number four, the bike trail. Uh, we're going to have Dad kick it off for us. Alright, uh, around where we lived back then, uh, there's a bike trail. And on this bike trail, it has a... a, a they say it's a lake, but it, it's more a pond than a lake that's off to one side of it and then you have a little bit of a ease, easement and then the streets and stuff and then eventually he goes into some wooded areas and stuff as it goes along we used to take the you know you and your brothers along yeah. on it all the time and stuff and go for walks and stuff like that but there would be times when me and Uncle Kenny would take them and usually Uncle King being Uncle Kenny be drinking. Always. So he's ready to do anything and everything that comes to his mind because he's a little fruitcake himself. He's not all in, all, all, you know, he's not all there, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so we used to take you boys and let me see. We go down there. There's we have maybe six, seven spots that we would take you guys, I guess, to. Uh huh. Like, well, the pier was one, but we usually had a game we goofed around on the piers but when when uh we started getting into the woods parts that's where it started getting interesting i remember on a couple occasions when we take you guys down into the woods where we started making little clubhouses for you yeah and, i remember those uh, hideouts or uh, always and all the little trails that they had over there oh yeah and uh your uncle king loved looking for the pot plants that would grow back there um I, every blue moon you'd you'd stumble some pot plants back there that are actually planted on purpose but most of the time they were from people smoking pot on there that either threw the seeds out of a, out of a joint or a bag or yeah where the case was and Got stuff. Rid of it and yeah, but man, and he always had beer on him on the bike trail. Always. always. I he he would even in the summertime, he'd have on some type of a jacket coat with that had tons of pockets, like a Levi jacket where he could yeah. load it up. He would drink he drank like a fish. One time he left you guys. Thank God I was there, you know. Yeah. But he he ran out of beer. We were up in the in the little wooded area. Um, I think it was the beginning of making like a sh uh, not not a clubhouse as far as like in a tree, but like using some trees and branches, starting to make like a, a shelter. Yeah. Type clubhouse. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, about. yeah. We were starting to do that. You guys were rounding up wood and dragging them over and 
stuff, you and your brothers and everything. And he, next thing I know, he's supposed to be with the young, your youngest brother. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, I'm looking around, here comes your youngest brother tromping back through the woods. Thank God, you know, there's that fence there. Yeah. Remember that, that, that fence that kept you guys, you couldn't go on to the field that was next to it. But your, you know, younger brother, he's coming down from the woods. I'm like, where the hell is your Uncle Kenny? Yeah, he's looking at me like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He, I thought he you said, knew. He, he said he'd be right back. You know, I'm like, think, what the hell? He runs off to the local convenience store that's about a two-minute walk away. Yeah. Or three-minute walk away. runs over there and gets gets himself a 12-pack of beer. He comes back, and I'm looking. I looked at him. I said, man, what are you doing? Why you, why you, why'd you run off? Well, I thought you'd like a beer. I said, I'd love a beer, but, man, you... <laughs> Problem is, why are you running off and leaving the kid, dude? You didn't even tell me. Didn't say nothing to nobody. I could have sent, you know, the other kid down there to get him, your older brother, to get him. You know, what What the hell's wrong with you? Well, I was kind of thirsty, man. I was kind of no. thirsty, man. I was like, oh, you know. He's like, it's beer 30. It's beer 30. Oh, yeah. He, you, he was a always major a, alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, and always, always had a, a beer slogan of some mm. form. That, that, that was his big thing. I, you know, that, that was some of the, some of the things he would pull, run off like that, and, or he'd get crazy, start climbing up in trees, jumping, trying to jump from branch to branch, fall out, roll down, get hurt. Yeah. Not bad, but you know, him doing stupid stuff, take off running down the bike trail and. Because on the pond side, you know, it had those reeds in it, and he'd jump off into those. A couple mm-hmm. times, he got himself cut up pretty good a couple times doing that. But that wasn't smart of him, though. I mean, I don't think anything Kenny's ever done was smart. <laughs> Not really. His biggest problem, he 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 was lazy and liked to live off of people. Yeah. That was his biggest issue. Holding a job for him, his demons... That's that's really to really know the Uncle Kenny. He he had a lot of demons that between alcohol, drugs, uh, no drive. It, to me, at a point with him, it, it it was like he had no drive in life. Yeah, it it didn't matter to be self-efficient or anything like. It was easier to live off of people mm-hmm. and deal with what the situation comes as it comes. And I never could understand that. I, that's why, I, you know, I wasn't it stop being his friend at a point. I just mm-hmm. couldn't get why you demise yourself. He's a sad tale, really. Yeah. He turned into being a pretty big shithead. Yeah. Though I, I can say, though, that when I remember when he used to, like, watch over me and everything, all I remember is the good. Thank God is all I remember is the good. But, I mean, he taught me how to fart with my leg pits and whatnot. And he always showed me my favorite video games. And, I don't know, always made me laugh. He was always laughing about something, always. Yeah, see, that's his younger years. And mm-hmm. that's when he was running with me and he he was being taken care of. Yeah. That's, that's another example of him, which you didn't know that, being at your age. That's mm-hmm. why he was able to do that. He could play with you guys. He's, you know, mm-hmm. act a fool. He didn't. He didn't care. You know, he didn't care what people thought of him. 
you know, that was a big thing, too. That's why playing with you guys, you know, within reason, he, you know, he didn't teach real bad things, I hope. No, nothing I can remember from him. That was bad. You know, he was, he was a good guy up to a point until the until he be, got heavy into drugs, but, um, you got, with you guys, he, he was always somebody that wanted to hang out and play, because we play with you guys in the backyard all mm-hmm. the time and stuff. We destroyed a few of your toys <laughs> playing. I mean, I destroyed my own toys by myself. I mean, it wasn't hard for me. That, yeah, that does happen big time. You got to be very careful with uh, the toys of your era, I tell you that. Them blow-up toys sure didn't last long when you were kicking them around the yard. Oh, God, no, they did not. Uh, it, it felt like like none of the toys that we had when I was younger lasted at all. Yeah, well... That or the batteries were stolen instantly. The ba- Yeah, you guys and batteries are bad. I, Yeah, Uncle Kenny used to get so mad about that. You guys would even steal my his. <laughs> yeah. He used to get so mad. He he was something else. I I'll say that. God rest his soul. So I don't know if he's still alive around or not. But you know, as long as he don't find us, we're safe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that's just to get people. You know, it is what it is. Hope he didn't taint you for a little while. Yeah. Stuff, you know, kind of like how you you know you guys be on the bike trail nowadays mm-hmm. uh yeah nowadays uh there isn't too much the bike trails changed a lot since then i mean they've cut down most if not all of the brush so like trails are just non-existent anymore though um there is this one section if you go through um like the minute you walk onto the bike trail there's this section uh, of fence you got to walk through a bit of the trees but immediately you turn left after you walk in those trees, the section of fence is just cut out. And if you follow it all the way down, you follow the side of the fence, you'll get to this one gate. And it's always locked, but I mean, you can climb over it. And in there um, is like the only place for like a clubhouse or anything like that. Um, and what? They had like a. From the last time I was there, they had a. a, a a treehouse that was haphazardly put together. I had used by so many different people. Like every group that uh, could go to there, they called the place Nude Camp because of all the pornography magazines just lying around. And everyone would go there. They'd go there to smoke pot, drink, and whatnot. And the the uh, the treehouse was it was just in such a state of disarray that uh, anybody to get up there, there was like three posts. Like oh. five feet from each other, just pounded oh. into the dirt. You had to climb up there because every ladder they put up just, just it was destroyed. Like disintegrated or that, or just wasn't. They were just taking two by fours and nailing them into the tree. It wasn't staying. Oh, it was yeah. just they were breaking out. The nails weren't sticking. And if you stood up in that treehouse, uh, you had either a chance of being safe, being fine, or falling through it and breaking your ankle. <laughs> so It's a 50-50. You it flip is a the big coin. 50-50. But th- that's like the only place in the bike trail now, and it's kind of like, can't go there. You know, I mean, you're not really supposed to be there. And with all the trails that we had, it wasn't really anything against going in them, because, I mean, you're still on the bike trail. You're not doing anything illegal in them. Well, 
to what well, they know. But not like destroying anything. Now, would that be a considered a trespassing situation? No. Yeah, probably. Uh, okay. Um, uh, like, well, I mean, as far as like if law enforcement wanting, wanted to use push an issue as far as saying, hey, yeah, you got to go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you were to go to like the nude camp, it would, the way to get in is you have to climb through a fence. And I, I don't know who owns that stretch of property, but oh. I know there's a factory right next to it. So whoever owns whatever that factory is right next to it um, probably owns that plot of land. Though I don't know about going through the back entrance, but it's right next to a soap place. So like it's okay. it, it's like a big chance it's probably trespassing. Okay, you're gonna be honest, with yeah, because usually uh, fences obviously fences yeah fences put up for reasons. You but know. They've, they've never fixed the fence, and it's been demolished like that since. I was what, like thirteen, okay, fourteen, some, something like that. Oh wow, well, it, this it's been is, a yeah. very long while. It, this that. has to be off of more of a neglected area of the <laughs> property that isn't needed for any reason. Yeah, and I don't think they've ever taken like a lawnmower to the place because it's been overgrown for like a decade now. Yeah, so it's, it's been, I, it, it yeah. looks bad. But you'll you'll find that in some areas around <laughs> the country where factories and whatnots have dead land that they don't even bother with. They own it still, but it's yeah, not yeah. usable or maybe a plan to use it one time fell through, so mm -hmm. it's left to be whatever until future time. Yeah, a lot of places, though, like the bike trail, and they're, all, they're all changing. Oh, it, yeah. It, half the time, like it, it doesn't even feel like it's for the better. It, it, yeah, like, it, it just feels like places are just now being like, extremely neglected and like not being taken care of and not not being like the effort's not there to yeah, like you, keep it up like they used to you can see the disrespect level mm. and the usage of it nowadays than it would well, have been back then a lot of people didn't throw trash down especially if there's receptacles yeah. around that you can throw things away and there was a lot more respect back then than than there is today a lot more people can get away with things that mm -hmm. you wouldn't have been able to then and stuff like that and it's a shame that you know that places that you know families go down yeah you know the shenanigans that me and your uncle and uh stuff did on them alone along with you guys yeah. especially constantly always drinking on it we never bothered no one mm -hmm. Never acted a fool. One of us always had our faculties to us. You know, yeah. we didn't get full blown with you guys around. Maybe by ourselves or holding our story. Mm -hmm. But when we had you guys, you know, we maintained a certain level. Yeah. So it, it, it it's, you know, different era, different times and stuff, you know, like... Though they seem to, uh, the, the bike trail's not really taken care of, the, the roads that they have connected to it, that uh, they've extended the bike trail through, mm -hmm. those seem to be taken care of just fine. So I, I don't know. Well, that's, you're going to run into that on when they do uh, extensions and add-ons and everything like that, where the older roads are going to be neglected for a while until mm -hmm. they can get around to redoing them and stuff. It, that, that becomes municipality money type deal that's yeah. what that is so but yeah the bike trails I'm growing up taking you boys on the bike trails I mean you know when we used to walk mom and us used to take you guys on it now that that was fine family outings and yeah. there was times that we'd have groups 
especially as you guys were like three and four and five years old and able to like ride your tricycles and your little bikes and whatnot so we'd yeah. have a group of like 15 of us or so you know between adults and kids you know because uh-huh. me and your mom's friends up there and their kids that you guys grew up with and stuff now that that's a nice family outing on the thing and you know today i don't know if that is even possible to do it like that you know yeah times have changed so much but that's how it goes when you get older son mm-hmm. all right folks i hope that was a good entertaining stories for you and you had a good evening and from dad i want to say good night and from and from son we're saying good night uh this was the coffee bar stories and uh tune in next time you have a wonderful night thanks for listening to dad and son on the coffee bar stories please join us each week for new stories all music in today's episode was brought to you by kevin mcloyd